0: Hello everyone and welcome to Not Just Books, the monthly program about what's going on in Williamson County and at your local library. I'm Dolores Greenwald and I'm the director and today I have a special guest with me, Stephanie Wachowski. She is head of our children's and teen departments and she's here talking about a special program uh, we've got a little bit di- different setup. Normally, we'd be sitting in the studio side by side, but today we're doing a, a conf- virtual conference thing, so uh, it may look a little different. But we'll get the information to you. Stephanie, welcome! Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Miss Dolores. It's
1: always a pleasure to come and talk with you about what's happening at the library.
0: Well, it's it's a pleasure to have you and. We're always interested in what the children in Williamson County are doing. Early literacy is definitely a focus of public libraries and as well as the Williamson County Library. So tell us why you started this Winter Reading Challenge. Well, this was the first year that we're doing this. This is our first time. We're excited
1: It's something brand new for all of our community um, here in Williamson County. Um, it is something that we felt like uh, we we're, were continuing to adapt at this point to the pandemic and everything that's happening. And so we're trying to continue to provide programming in some way. And so we felt like starting this winter reading program would be something unique um, to us here in Tennessee and would um, to our community, and would just be an, another exciting opportunity for children to get credit for reading that they maybe already are doing as part of school, whether that be physical in person school or whether they're doing virtual school, just kind of uh, being able to, you know, continue to. Get incentive for doing something they might love to do anyway or are already doing for a school project Um, our winter reading program as we mentioned, this is the first time that we're doing it. Um, It's open to all ages so it's not just children's and teens It's also open to those adults, whether you may be someone who's physically coming to the building to pick up materials or whether you're using some of our electronic resources like ebooks or other such databases, it's your chance to also get credit for reading too, for doing what you love.
0: And Stephanie, we are using to enroll kids, we are using something that we used over the summer reading program. That's correct. It is a brand new platform for us called Beanstack. And we
1: started with it, as you mentioned, during the summer, Um, We are very fortunate to have a wonderful foundation, Williamson County Library Foundation, that sponsors both our summer reading program and now this winter reading program, amongst other special events that we have throughout the year. Um, And we're very lucky to have them, and they financially support the use of this online platform. Beanstack is um, something where if if they used it during the summer, they don't have to re-sign up for a new account. They just have a username and a password that would have been assigned to them. If they're new to it, they would go directly to Beanstack, um, which they can find our library challenge if they search on Beanstack or even search on uh, Google. They can say williamsoncounty.beanstack.org is the website and they'll find it. They can get on there. They can sign up for a free account. They can sign up the whole family. So they can sign themselves up, their mm-hmm. children, any teenagers they might have at their house and be able to log their reading all online.
0: And Stephanie, they ha- you have, uh, as part of this with Beanstack, you have optional activities you we have do six. um our uh,
1: children's and teens and adults all have uh, active digital activity badges that they can earn and as part of that for children's and teens um in if they decide to do the activity side along with the reading side which i forgot to mention the reading side it's 10 hours of logging online. And then for that 10 hours, their prize is they get a couple of Sonic coupons and a free book. Um, so similar, very similar to the summer reading uh, logging, but less time, obviously, because it's a, it's a confined, yeah. shorter time frame that it's running.
0: And each of the uh, activities, there are six have different things like one is community and giving back. That's correct. But what happens with the, in, in the activities? Well, the activities um, there is an assigned amount
1: of uh, uh, there are like quantity of parts to each of those badges that they have to complete. And as part of that, they then earn tickets toward prize drawings for larger prizes, which we purchased a lot of really cool things. Um, I know you and I have had chats about some of the cool prizes that have come in. We have things like some book and plush kits for popular characters like Pete the Cat. We have Dogman. Man. Um, I know we placed an order for some different activity like family games, things like Monopoly Junior. Um, there's also some STEM activities like I know we have a Marble Maze run and... Uh, Something that deals with circuits, like, so some really fun activities. I know for teens, there's a scratch-off poster of the hundred books you should read over your lifetime. Um, There is some anime stickers. I know they did um, adults. A couple examples would be things like uh, reading book lights. She also had me order some winter wear, like gloves and hats and mittens, also earbuds, things like that. So lots of really cool things that they have the chance to earn.
0: Well, one of the the activities are uh, community and giving back, Mm -hmm. out and about, Mm -hmm. fun at fun, craft a Kadabra, (laughs) eat, drink, and be merry. Mm -hmm. And Let's see, what's the last, do you know the last one? Um, let's see, I can reference
1: my notes here. I apologize, I don't have them all memorized. Culture and education.
0: Ah, okay, so. okay. So these these are, are, are good categories. When you did the children's summer reading program, did you have these were kind of the way you set up the activities for the badges and the
1: Yes, we did um, narrow down our focus a little bit more this time than what we did with summer reading. Summer reading, we had a lot of more separate individualized challenges for different age levels where the way we set this one up is we have um, the children's challenge, which again is open to all children from zero through 12 and then the teen challenge is kind of geared more towards 12 to 18-year-olds, and then the adult challenges for 19 and up, where in our summer reading challenge, the age groups between zero and 12 were a little bit more broken down, but we weren't quite sure um, the participation levels when we were designing the programs and that, so we were trying to kind of gear it more toward the family doing some of the things together, not necessarily relating it to specific broken down, like preschool elementary type age levels like we do in the summer.
0: What's been, what's been the response from participants?
1: So far, it's been great. We've gotten a lot of positive responses. Um, People are more excited about it. I think we did get um, a, a, positive response to summer reading, but I don't think the participation was all there because I think so many people were, um, you know, just dealing with the pandemic and dealing with being going virtual for school and things like that. So I think now people have kind of dealt with that and gotten over it and have been able to, um, get used to being online a lot more and adapting. And so there is more of a positive response right now. Currently when I check numbers today, um, we have, let's see, roughly about 98 adults that are participating, 221 kids and That's 49 awesome. teens. So it's it's a relatively good group, good core group um, system-wide that are reading, logging activities, earning their digital badges. So it's been fun
0: so far. Yeah, this is a good method for keeping kids reading when schools are so crazy, you don't know from one week to the next whether or not the kid, you know, your child is going to be at school or at home. And this is kind of a a steady thing, ongoing thing that, that parents can do with their children. Yes. So,
1: uh, one, of, one of the unique features for us that we actually love about Beanstack is it gives us um, a few things that are unique that we can track and we can look at. So things like the, if they write reviews, like I know Amy is requiring adults to write reviews on books. So that's helpful to other people out there that if they've not read that book and they want to know, hey, is this book any good? It's kind of fun to see what other people are reading and what they're writing about and what they like, what they don't like. Um, yeah. Also, for kids, it tracks for us the top 12 books that are being logged. And so still those series that you see out there that are popular, things like Magic Treehouse, Captain Underpants, Big Nate, Dog Man, like all those ones are still remaining popular and staying strong with the kids and they're logging that, which is awesome to see. Yeah, that's great. Um, Speaking of the minutes being logged, I can tell you based on the amount of um, people that are active right now and are registered for winter reading, we have reached 150,815 minutes That's right now wonderful. which is amazing that That's they've wonderful. been reading that strong since december 1st
0: yeah well you know this this and also not only with the you know the confusion about school people are just staying home more yes. so yes. this is a great which creates a great opportunity to share you know, reading and the love of reading with with kids. The
1: nice so, thing about having Beanstack too is it's available in many ways because it's available that you can use it on a home computer. You can take it with you on vacation and log it on an iPad or on their mobile app. I mean, you so you have so many opportunities to carry that logging with you and not have to go, oh, I got to write it on a piece of paper and then remember to put it in when I get home. Yeah, you know, it's nice to have that freedom to have that mobility to take it with you anywhere.
0: That's great. And um, so how, how long is the program going
1: to go? It is actually going to continue. So there is still chances for you guys to currently sign up this month. It runs until February 2nd is our last day that the program runs till. And then we start doing prize drawings and you know start contacting those winners and things like that um, starting February 3rd. And then the prize pickup, we're trying to kind of limit the time frame. Um, for people to be coming in so it will be anywhere from February 3rd to February 28th for them to pick up prizes with us in person.
0: Do you think you'll do something uh, in the spring? I'm not sure we've we've
1: kind of been talking about it and we've been talking about maybe looking into some future programs with it, like maybe doing something with the volunteer state book award with like elementary age children and maybe using, there are some, um, like pre pre pre-made template type programs in Beanstack for doing things with younger children, like a thousand books to read before kindergarten. So we definitely are looking at the possibilities of using it more throughout the year.
0: Talk a little bit about, uh, the volunteer, book awards and sure what the library's role is with that
1: um we normally get copies of all of those books that get put on the list and get nominated and i know a lot of our schools in the area both franklin special district and williamson county district definitely promote those throughout the schools and i think in many cases give kids extra credit or have them doing book reports on some of those books and their feelings on whether they, you know, agree with those nominations and whether they should be a winner. Normally, I know the state usually picks at least a couple of books in each category every year to to actually win the award. Um, But there are a lot of nominees. Like this year, I think the list is quite large because there's different age levels. There's picture books, there's chapter books, and then there's also books for teens that all fall under that volunteer state book award.
0: Yeah. Who sponsors this in case people listening or watching don't know what? what? Um, That would be the Tennessee school
1: library and association. So TSLA um, definitely sponsors that. And they are the ones that have a nominating committee for submissions Every year for these volunteer state book awards.
0: Well, that's a great uh, that's a great partnership, and I know the volunteer book awards are very popular during our summer reading program.
1: Yes, they are highly sought after because yeah. I think they were they are on a lot of teacher lists of, yeah. especially the elementary age level for them to be reading and then getting into middle school like kind of that tween age get we get a lot of requests too for many
0: of those um let's talk let's talk briefly about what we are doing virtually i know that for example the um the reference department is putting uh adult crafts programs we've done some Alzheimer's awareness workshops and that sort of thing. So tell a a little bit about what we're doing virtually. Sure.
1: Um, We actually were continuing our story times and those have been relatively successful. They are available on our Facebook page. We're using Facebook Live. Um, To do those weekly and myself and Miss Barb and Miss Liz are the librarians that are that are doing those readings. Um, My schedule for the story times is I am Monday mornings at 10 and then Tuesday and Wednesdays at 7. Miss Barbara is doing story time usually on Tuesdays at 10 in the morning and then Miss Liz usually does her story times on Thursdays at 10. Um, I know we also, um, over these next couple of weeks, to kind of go along, to continue to go along and to offer programming, I'm planning to do some craft demos on Facebook Live um, to, to coincide with winter reading on some winter craft ideas. There are a few that I found, including um, doing uh, painting with, you paint with salt, on like snowflake templates and things like that, so I'm going to be doing that. There's also one where you can make snowmen um, mixing shaving cream and glue, because the unique thing about if you you mix shaving cream and glue together, it stays. The shaving cream stays puffy because that glue <laughs> kind of helps it with stability, and so you can make snowmen. You know, fun things like that. We're just I trying no to. Idea.
0: To give parents
1: ideas of things they can do at (laughs) home with supplies they might already have. And I know that the adult section, as you mentioned, has been doing craft demo videos also with simple things that you might already have at home. I mean, a lot of people are staying home more at this point with the pandemic. They're trying to be very careful and very cautious with themselves.
0: And one of the things that the team department And children's department, and they're doing them at the branches too, or, well, I think they're called grab and go when we uh, promote them, but... Talk a little bit about that, because that's been very popular during this time,
1: too. Yes. During the pandemic, we started doing kits actually starting in September with Constitution Day. Since we weren't physically able to have a program, we started brainstorming ideas and saying, hey, maybe we can offer like a take and make type thing and have some supplemental materials that can be done as a family at home. And so, as I mentioned, we started those in September with Constitution Week and then have been continuing them every month ever since. Um, I know our teen department does about 25 kits a month and ourselves and children's um, at Maine we're putting together 75 kits a month and so it's just really fun to have a variety of activities in there that the whole family can do no matter the age level. There's usually crafts in there, there's usually some activity sheets, we've had some iSpy games. Um, I think the one month we gave a bingo, I know when it came to the things relating to the constitution, it was stuff dealing with learning about the constitution, like teaching them about the preamble and giving them information about the fact that it was the hundredth anniversary of the 19th amendment this year. So making it educational, but still making it fun since we can't see people in person right now with programming.
0: Yeah, Constitution Week is one of the activities that we do with the uh, Daughters of the American Revolution. And I love it because you can, it, you can have, you know, a fun time educating, you know, and I, I, I enjoy doing that. So one year we had a, a big birthday cake for the Constitution and had some ice cream so hopefully we'll be able to do that again and bring and bring folks, bring folks actually in the library. Mm-hmm. Um, so what um, what else would you like to, to talk about um, regarding the children's activities? Um
1: We've just been trying to keep up with demand and trying to put out displays for those who are visiting our building. Um, we also, as I mentioned, are you know continuing to work on these kits. Right now, our January one is a little bit on delay since Um, We had a situation in our department where we have to be on quarantine right now, which is not ideal for us, but as everyone has been dealing with that, I'm sure with their own children with school, it happens, and so we're trying to remain as safe as possible, and so our January kits are in the works, and we plan to hopefully have those out by the 19th of this month um, for people to be able to pick up.
0: I think the staff... Everybody that's had to go through the quarantine process, they're back later on this week. Is that correct? Yes,
1: yes. We do start back into the facility um, on Thursday. So, you know, feel free to come and visit us if you feel safe enough and want to um, get your materials. We the, the departments are remaining open, but they have been safety disinfected for your own protection. And, you know, with that, it's just... It's it's been a lot of fun to see who's coming in and to see those regulars with their kids and still being able to pick up materials and sharing those at
0: home. Yeah, if you visit if you visit the library, you go through a, a screening area where, as part of the uh, Tennessee pledge, we have the five questions regarding COVID that people ask or people have to answer to and then we we make sure everybody's got a mask and we take temperature so really it's not a big involved process it takes only a couple of seconds then yes. you can go to whatever department uh, you want to go to so it's and we've had um a lot of folks thank us for being open and thanking us for taking people's temperatures and and helping them feel a little bit more safe anyway when they come into the library. Yes. So more information on our programs for children's and other programs, you can visit our website at wcpltn, uh, dot org And you can also... Uh, sign up for our uh, e-newsletter that comes to your email box once a week it can't be any easier than that
1: and if they also want information on our winter reading again they can go directly to to sign up for the challenge and register for the challenge um going to County.beanstack.org, or they can go to our website wcpltn.org and go to the winter reading challenge page and find out a little bit more specific information about each of the challenges and how we were mentioning those categories for the digital activity side badges. They can find out more information about that for all the different age levels
0: yeah and i've I've been excited to partner with WCTV. I've always enjoyed it, but during this time it's been it's been extra special. We've put many of our uh, programs on WCTV's YouTube channel. yes, and uh, we appreciate Heather and Creed helping us helping us out and helping us get our programs out. So Stephanie, thanks again for coming today. I appreciate it. And um, it's a lot of information. We have a lot of things going on, kind of different, but we are, we are reaching out to folks. So uh, thanks again for coming and um, we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you Thank for you. having me. Thanks everyone for joining us today on Not Just Books, we are always pleased to have you here and pleased to talk about what's going on at the library. I'd like to thank my special guest, Stephanie Wachowski from the children's department uh, to talk and she came and talked about all of the activities going on with the winter reading. So you can find out more about what's happening at the library by going to our website, wcpltn.org. You can sign up for our e-newsletter. It goes straight to your email. There's nothing easier than that. You can also join us on Facebook at WCPLTN and on Twitter at WCPLTN. And until next time, enjoy your world and read.